This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Katie Wells. Katie is the founder of Wellness Mama and Wellness, a line of natural personal care products. She's a best-selling author, blogger, podcaster, and nutritionist. In this episode, we discuss how each of us are our own primary healthcare provider and how to use genetic testing to drive exercise, diet, and supplementation interventions. Katie also discusses the algorithm she is developing to leverage genetic testing to improve performance outcomes. But before we get started today, could you please take one minute and leave us a review and a comment in the Apple Podcast app, as this will help us grow the podcast and reach more people with the impactful message of the blueprint. But now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Katie, how does data inform your training and health decisions? Like, how are you analyzing this to make changes to your behavior? There are several pillars to this. And thankfully, we live in a time when there's so much new data that we have that we didn't used to have. And it's so much easier to track than we, than we used to be able to. I think back to, I remember in high school, the day that they told us in biology class that they had finally sequenced the human genome. And now we can get a, a pretty much full comprehensive genetic test of a lot of the relevant genes at home. And it's painless. It's just saliva test. And I've watched this kind of play out over the last couple of decades. And the, the data we've learned on individual genes, and then as we're starting to learn how they interact together. And I think this is, can be a very valuable tool for modifying your life and your training, your diet, your supplementation. But it comes with some caveats because the trend I saw was that as we started to understand specific genes, there was this tendency to do a lot of research on one gene and get really excited about what that meant. Um, an example would be the MTHFR gene dealing with methylation. This one was one of the ones that we have a lot of information and study on, but people started hyper-focusing on this and they would find out, oh, I have a mutation related to MTHFR. That means I can't break down folic acid, so I need to take folate or methylfolate which is true, but we would see people then supplement large amounts of methylfolate without considering that there are other genes that are also turned on or off in by to a certain degree by methylfolate. So you might be trying to fix one thing going on with the gene and throw multiple others out of, out of alignment. So I think it's important to remember as a caveat that the body, of course, is a system that operates as a whole. And we can't hyper-focus on one gene, just like we can't hyper-focus on one symptom. But I do think genetics can be a really helpful tool to use in modifying training and diet and supplementation if you have some of that basic data. And there are tests now, my favorite is called Nutrition Genome, which is a home test. It has the most comprehensive uh, report that comes with the results that I've ever seen. And it does weigh some of these genes in relation to each other. It also gives you ideas of what foods are gonna work best with your body based on your genes. And of course, epigenetics comes into play too, but it's at least a helpful starting point. Um, what I've been personally building out for myself actually is an algorithm with a lot of conditional logic that kind of is solving some of those problems of genes working together. So looking at if this, if this particular nutrient affects all of these different genes, some positively, some negatively, like what is the very narrow range that I would need to consume this within a couple of standard deviations or ideally one standard deviation to get the optimal output. And I think that can be weighed. Are with. you selling this algorithm yet? Or this is a service? Not yet. I've done it with some athletes and seen some, it's really amazing because to me, genes are the levers. If you think of things kind yeah. of flowing through the body, like a river, genes are the levers that turn on or off the flow of that. Or how you'll hear uh, exercise physiologists talk about, you know, a lot of people in exercise, they want to push the gas 
But before you do that, you want to make sure you're not also pushing the brake. And I think some of these gene switches are the things that can be pushing the brake for a lot of us, even if we think we're doing everything right. And so in testing this with some athletes, when we can get some of these genetic factors optimized, um, I had one athlete that put on 14 pounds of muscle and lost nine pounds of fat in two months. And he was already training for the Olympics and in peak performance mode. So it can be really, really astounding when you get your genes figured out the changes that you'll see. Excessive soreness after a workout is not a badge of honor. It's actually a sign that you are overloading your body and in turn diminishing long-term health and fitness gains. My new app, AIM7, fixes this problem by turning wearable data into personalized exercise recommendations that layer on top of popular exercise programs that you already love, like Apple Fitness Plus, Peloton, or F45, or even the workout that you write. These recommendations prevent burnout and improve long-term fitness. Then AIM7 picks up where wearables fail and it teaches you how to fix your most pressing wellness issues, such as improving sleep and energy and reducing stress. To get access to this exclusive program, go to www.aim7.com. That's A-I-M-7.com and sign up now. There's limited space available each month, so sign up now to reserve your spot. Now, back to the show. So what changes did you make when you got this data? So an easy example would be that um, I used to have Hashimoto's and I don't now. But for a long time, due to that, I had realized eggs were a sensitivity for me. So I had been avoiding eggs for about a decade. And when I looked at my genes, I had eight genes that were choline dependent. And I had consumed almost no dietary choline for a decade. And when I started supplementing in the right ranges, it was like a light had turned on in my head. I had so much energy that I almost didn't know what to do with myself. And I was wanting to work out just because it was so fun. And I'm like, oh, this is why we work out because we have extra energy. so that would be one example. Yeah. Choline is so critical for muscular contraction for all sorts of, it's a neuromodulator. I mean, like, wow, a decade without, well, without adequate consumption, I could imagine it was just like an amazing switch. had just gotten turned on. Another one is magnesium, which is almost mm-hmm. a master mineral for so many genes. It's used in so many enzymatic functions within the body and everybody I've ever seen is deficient. So it's a pretty widespread deficiency and it's one that's relatively safe to supplement unless you're just, you know, eating pounds and pounds of it, it's relatively safe to supplement. And that's another one that helps with energy and muscle movement, but also helps with hormones. It helps with sleep. It helps with, and of course those then have rollover into performance as well. Um, and we're now starting to be able to see the ability to track these things together. Uh, I've been helping a company map this out things that are taking into account the genetics, but also your diet. So you could input your diet that you're eating your lab results, your sleep data, your temperature, we're able now to start really analyzing all that data together and then sort of adapting through computer algorithms, your performance for best results. And I know there's so many companies that are working on this, but I feel like we have the availability now to use all of these things, whether it be Aura Ring and lab testing and diet tracking, and now stacking on this genetic layer to like optimize performance in a way we have never been able to before. You mentioned the aura ring. Is that what you use for like daily, you know, big bucket tracking, like sleep, heart rate variability? I do. I use the aura ring and then I have some supplemental apps I use as well. Um, I track my food, but not every single day and pretty loosely. Um, Uh And then also have spreadsheets where I track supplements. One rule I have is that I don't do anything every single day because I think adaptability is really important for humans Mm -hmm. in general, but especially if you're moving towards a certain performance target. So I will cycle supplements so that I don't downregulate my body's ability to make any of those things. And also just so my body learns to adapt. I also cycle macros. Um, I occasionally intermittent fast or do short fast just so the body never fully adapts to anything because my goal for the long term is metabolic flexibility, athletic flexibility, the ability to adapt to any situation. 
Wow. You're speaking my love language with this word adaptability. Like you just keep saying it and I'm loving it so much because that's, that is the ultimate thing is everybody has a finite adaptive capacity, but I don't think many people have even reached that adaptive capacity. And if you can pair the right, broadly, the right dose of stress with the right dose of rest, and then you can scale that over time and then do the things like you're talking about, like finding out what pu- keeps pushing on the brake pedal, then that capacity can be opened up. I'm actually just got my nutrition genome kits on its way. So I'm excited to break that down and probably give you bug you a little bit. You're probably going to get an email from me because I'm embarking on a little project right now. I'll have to tell you about later. I'm really interested in this because I think this is one of those things that's probably underutilized. We look at so many of the blood markers and then we look at these big things, but we got to dig a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. So uh, is there anything else like on the fringe maybe right now that you're testing or looking at that you think there's an advantage to? Um, Well, if there's anything specific, I'm happy to go into detail if you have anything in mind there. But to me, this all kind of relates to the core idea that I say all the time on my podcast, which is that we are each our own primary healthcare provider. And living in today's world, we have the ability to have actually more data on our own bodies than a healthcare provider could. I'm still a big fan of working in partnership with amazing practitioners, doctors, and providers when we need to. But none of those people have the vested interest in our health that we do. And we're the ones putting the inputs into our body every day that actually control our health. And so I think these are just amazing tools that you can use that help you step into the driver's seat there and get answers. And for me, this was played out through, like I mentioned, having Hashimoto's and not being able to get answers through traditional medical professionals and having to find my own. And I hear that story over and over from my listeners and readers. And I'm just so grateful that we live in a time when all of that is available at our fingertips. Yeah. And if you haven't heard or checked out her podcast, Wellness Mama, it's an amazing podcast with top 100, easy to find. If you go on Spotify or Apple, I mean, you're going to find it really quick. Thank you so much for going into this. I am Every time I talk to you, I am more and more impressed about the things that are going on in your head that I just kind of want to tap into. So thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you. And definitely hit me with questions when you get your results back. If you'd like to learn more about how your genetics may influence your health and the actionable steps you can take using this data, check out Nutrition Genome. I put a link in the show notes to where you can get your own take-home test and get access to their amazing platform. Also, I'll be doing a podcast in the near future with their co-founder. So be on the lookout for that. But until then, be well, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.